She's so aggressive. Recording. Hey, everybody. It's your favorite ladies, Lauren and Bridget. Hello. Uh, We're alive somehow. Maybe. We are. I don't know what happened. I feel like it's been 10 years since we have spoken to each other. That it not in a text form, but it's only been like a week and a half. Is it really only been a week? It does feel like it's been a long time. Yeah. But that's also how this past it feels week like felt it's to been me. A month. Feels like well, you, you had a lot happening this past week. I did. My condolences, by the way. Thanks. So sorry. My aunt Tracy passed. She's my great aunt, my grandpa's last sibling, and so it's a, it's I'm in a weird funk after that. But you know, say la vie or say la not vie. Because she died. Oh, say Navi. Say Navi. Like Navi. Navi. Like say Navi. Avatar, but not the Airbenders, <laughs> the blue people. Or like Zelda. Or like Zelda. Yeah, that's a better one. Never Navi. mind. Hey, listen. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> Show me where to go. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, I'm listening. And then we'll break the some same pots. Thing. <laughs> Over and over again, you have to go do a side quest, and it's like, hey, did you know that the princess is in Hyrule Castle? And I'm like, Navi, shut up. Oh, by the <laughs> yes, way. I did my, know. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling really personal about that right now, because I just got my Nintendo 64 from childhood from <gasps> my older brother, because he just moved into a, an old house, and I got it to work. It took me about an hour to get it to work but the only two games i still own for that are of course legend of zelda ocarina of time ah! and diddy kong racing <laughs> so okay i've been so... playing zelda <laughs> it's driving me crazy because every time i'm like i know i need to do this because i've played this game before so i'm running towards it and Navi's like hey but you you gotta go here and i'm like i don't know knew that stop it you stop it (sighs) i remember specifically i never had it in 64 but my cousins who were like my brothers that lived like three houses down had it so i remember every like holiday when we would like spend like weeks at their house i just in the living room like when we got permission to move it from like the playroom to the living room tv and play on the bigger screen which was like not a big That's screen. A big deal. Looking back That's on a big deal. But I just remember yeah. specifically <laughs> laying in the living room and I like couldn't get out of like the forest on the first level. <laughs> and I think it I think it might have been it was either Ocarina of Time or Majora's Mask, but I think it might have been Ocarina. But I like got out of like your little It has to be Ocarina. I got out of like my little tree house thingy and was like trying to go around and there's like this boulder monster thing and I'm like ah and my cousins were like you're so bad at this I was like I know can I just go to the town and break some pots and chase some chickens <laughs> but I the thing I, I was good yeah. at yeah the thing I was good at was playing the music you know should have known I was gonna be a band nerd I was like oh. up up down Perfect. side 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 up up and they're like how do you have that memorized <laughs> and I was a trumpet I, player so, so literally it was just my three keys and playing it so. So we got we got our 64 for Christmas when I was like three years old. I was like three or four. Uh, either way, I couldn't read yet, and neither could my older brother. So we had I, I want to say I was three because then he was four, and that makes a little more sense. Yeah. So we couldn't read, and my dad had to play it for us and read it to us. 
And so I just remember when I was a kid, dad would come home and we'd like scream at him like, you gotta play Zelda. We gotta, we gotta go. <laughs> and then it was great. And I had no idea that he had the guidebooks. I just thought my dad was amazing. I was like, he's doing all these things. This is crazy. No, he, he cheated the whole, the whole time. But yeah, well, I mean, it was, it's a good memory. You get some <laughs> yeah, good, was a good memory. points for that, yeah. I remember playing... And the coolest thing, the coolest thing about having all of, like, the old stuff from when I was a kid is I opened that Zelda game, and my dad's save file is still on it. Oh, How cute is that? That's, I, I love like, it. I sobbed just seeing that. I, I did get a little bit emotional. <laughs> I remember we played Smash Brothers a lot, and I really enjoyed that. We played Star Fox a lot, and I would always be so mad at what's Ooh. his name, Flippy. Flippy. Star Fox is si- so good. Flippy, Lippy, Sippy. I don't know. He's like, do a barrel roll, I and I could, I could never do a barrel roll. I could not figure out how to do <laughs> so it for the longest time. Too. And I, he was like, do a barrel roll. And I was like, I can't. And my cousin would be like, you need to be done playing the game. Because I'm so <laughs> It's like, you just like hold the joystick over a little extra longer. Yeah, or, but or, like, you don't know. Four-year-old Bridget could not get that down. And I was like, I can't do a barrel roll. And I would like miss a ring. And I would be really upset about it. And then there'd always be like the level when you're in space. And I, it like gave me anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> but I, my favorite thing to do, and we found this out in college too, because my uh, roommate Taylor, she had her in 64 and she had this game still. Pokemon Stadium arcade games all day long. Mm. Clefairy's Egg Drop, like, I, that is my jam. I don't, I love those simple little arcade games. I'm going to say something controversial right now. Best Nintendo 64 game. Banjo-Kazooie. Everyone can fight me. Super fun. Anyone can play it. Excellent story. To this day holds up. If I find a copy of that, your girl gonna get it. And she gonna play it for hours. So uh, my cousins never had Banjo-Kazooie. And I think my friend's little brother had it on PlayStation. And so I remember him playing it. PlayStation or GameCube, one of those. But I remember him playing it. And I remember it had great music. But, uh... It yeah. did. It's so good. That's all I got. I it never so played fun. that one. It's all about looking for your little sister who was a big dumb idiot and got taken by the bad guy. And every time you lose, she gets like turned into an ugly voodoo doll. And it's sad. I didn't realize that was the like, sister. Oh, no. oh my god. My sad sister. Yeah, it's your sister. Oh, no. And she's the she's the beauty of the village, and you gotta go find your sister because she's getting herself into trouble. And I keep waiting for someone to like remake Banjo Kazooie because they remake old games all the time. Didn't but they redo never it a Banjo few years ago? I thought they did. I if they did, I have no idea. I thought and I needed what? somebody. And Joe Kazooie returns to Nintendo hardware this week. Yeah. So it's now. I think they. Yeah, they added it to Switch. Are you serious? Um, that's what this says. Arrives January 20th. And this. Oh, so tomorrow. Lauren, Banjo Kazooie is coming to Nintendo Switch. 
I was like, where is this published? It was published today. Oh my god. What a crazy coincidence. I'm so excited. Okay, well, I'm going to be playing Banjo-Kazooie for the next several weeks. Um, very excited. Banjo's oh my a god. bear? I didn't know he was yeah, a Yeah, he's a bear. bear. And Kazooie's like a little toucan-looking dude, and he lives in his backpack and helps him fly. They're okay, fun. so the graphics look very different from when I remember it, because Banjo-Kazooie was definitely more like orange looking and very pointy yeah. and now he actually looks like a bear <laughs> it's well, I like mean, he's a bear graphics have come a really far way like i was playing banjo kazooie in 1996 <laughs> so <laughs> think about it isn't that insane that you said that and it's literally coming out tomorrow on switch i like that I article believe that that just happened that article was posted an hour ago <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> I'm magic. 2022, I am magic. Welcome. I was, Holy I, crap. I guess I must have saw it on Facebook or Twitter today, and that's why I was like, didn't they do that? But I thought it was old news, but you know, it's today news. <laughs> oh my gosh. I I cannot believe that that just happened. That's amazing. I'm going to buy it tomorrow. I'm very excited about Banjo-Kazooie. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, speaking of crazy news, have you heard of this When We Were Young festival that's going to be in Las Vegas? I've got bad news for you. It's from the same people that did Astroworld. I don't believe it's going to be good. I was initially very excited, and then I read the fine print and realized it's a one-day festival with 60 bands, which is really yeah, stupid. Yeah, how are you supposed to go see all of them? You're not. And there's only three stages. There's no way they can play more than, like, 15 minutes because they have to set up and break down. So that's why TikTok is, like, listening to two-second sets of every band yeah. or sprint. Yeah, how do you do it that? Just, it doesn't make sense, and it looks really dumb. And I was really excited, but now that I've they got some actually good thought bands, about it. So, yeah, that's... I know. Why but are also, they doing it like a South by or not South an ACL kind of festival? It should if it was a two day festival, I'm going or, or a I'm weekend like do a Friday Anything. night then Saturday all day Sunday all day. I also probably would be more desperate to go if I wasn't seeing Mike him the month before. And yeah, I mean that's that's the big draw for me. But I I'm gonna see a whole show of just them, and I'm okay with that. I don't need the others now. But I, I'm i disappointed because my excitement initially was so hype. And then I was like, oh, no, though. This is <laughs> bad. We don't like it. Yeah. <sighs> I, I, I mean, that poster is all over all of my social media walls. It's everywhere. But... Yeah, I did. I saw like TikTok breaking it down last night, and I was like, I thought everybody was excited about this, so I just kind of scrolled past. They were just people being negative, and now this makes sense. Who knows? Maybe they'll add an extra day. They'll take all the criticism and be like, "Oh, they're right," or they'll just it'll go up in flames, and we shall see. Yeah, everybody keeps calling it the new fire festival. I know. I hope we get a good documentary out of it. Oh. <laughs> You're like, I hope it's not. I'm like, give me a doc. <laughs> You're like, I want it to burn. Let's go. Yeah. No, I mean, kind no. of. Sometimes. If it if it leads to a good documentary series, kind of into it. I just watched a baby it. documentary and it was great. 
I'm watching Cheer season two right now. <gasps> the drama. I, don't tell me anything. I won't. I just but it's got so good. I just got to coronavirus hitting them. Oh, so sad. And sad. we're about to start the Jerry episode. That's just entitled. It's Jerry. just titled and I'm Jerry. Like, oh. Yeah. Let me tell so, you, they handled that episode really, really well, though. I thought they. I was. They've handled the entire season leading up to it really well too because they haven't cut him out of the story but they don't focus on him at all and, and we'll i see how am they handle, to see what they have to say you see how they handle jerry and they make sure that the victims get their time to talk and they don't oh I mean, it's okay really cool. it's handled very professionally and very well done for the victims um and man yeah the the corona, like they're counting down to Daytona, and you just you know what's there's about to like happen. T- a week left, and yeah. It you're is just so like there's close. no way they're gonna go. And then freaking, they end the episode with what's her name, Morgan, being like, "Yeah, and that, that was it. I'm not a cheerleader anymore. Like that's the end of my career." And I was like, "Oh, oh. <laughs> like, my whole heart just shatters for her. It's so sad." But and, like. You highlight oh. these two girls, Jill and her roommate. I can't think of her roommate's name. But they're the most adorable little friendship in the world. Like, Jill has, like, such a rough life. And, like, her friend and her friend's family just, like, completely adopt her into their life. Aww. And I was like, this is so sweet. I'm excited to see the new cheerleaders that get their time now that the old ones have stepped down. And I also thought they did a, they've so far done a really good job with that too. Cause they're not focusing too much on all of the same people. Yeah. They're like giving you like you people and a get, new team. And it's really you still cool. get Gabby, but at the same time, it's not like just but Gabby. Not really. like last yeah. Time. Like they talk about Gabby, but it's more people just talking about them than actually them which i thought was interesting and you yeah. have a lot more monica this season than we did last season yeah and i like that i like monica and i like i love coach Vontae too i love him there, i love him i love that we get to see so much more of tbcc yeah it, it really just shows you the top two people of the cheer world and that dynamic and how hard they have to work to try and beat each other and you it's know crazy and navarro just you know, holding that title for so long is just insane. And that the fact that they never had that title until Monica built it. Like, I'm just, I'm stoked to watch the rest of it. <gasps> it's uh, great. I have to work at four tomorrow. So I'm pretty much Boo. going to bed right after we finish this. I know I'm an old lady. No, I guess we should I jump know, into but, this, huh? Uh, yeah, you know, maybe we should. Yeah. Anyway, that, that was pretty so, Lauren's binging life. <laughs> we, it's been a while since we've seen each other. We have to talk about TV and video games. That's what me and Bridget do. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- we have a whole podcast about it, obviously. <laughs> so here we are. Um, so for this episode, uh, we just finished all of Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Uh, you got our, our real-time thoughts, but uh-huh. now we've had time to process it. And I wrote out a list of favorite things and some important questions that I thought we could answer now that we've sat with it for a while. You and could then say uh, these I have, are a few of our favorite things. I hate love you so much. <laughs> and then I I wrote down a couple of things that I didn't get to tell you about the anime initially as we were going through it, just like oh, a, the cool. history of it and stuff. So we can kind of go over that once we're done with our thought vomit. And then we'll we're gonna roll for a new anime today. I'm like very excited. excited for that. Nervous and excited. 
Because, you know, you always... So how is that nervousness of, like, you finish a show and you love it so much that you don't want to start another show? That's what I feel like right now. Like, well, Well, I love it as much as this. Luckily, I've watched most of the animes on this list. And now that we've watched Full Metal, all the ones that I've seen are mostly just as good. There's a couple on there that are not just as good, but I think are fun. Um, but they're, they're, I don't think we're going to get a, a, a bad one, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. we're not going to roll one that's going to be a stinker, unless it's yeah. Hunter x Hunter, because I've never seen it, and I don't know how I'm going to feel about it. I don't know. It. So many people love Hunter x Hunter, so I, feel, I, know, I have good hope on that. I have watched a few episodes. Like, I've watched, like, maybe four episodes, and I just could not get in it so i'm really kind of hoping we're not rolling that today it is on the list so i do plan on watching it i know (laughs) we're probably gonna roll it but anyway i know we talked about this at the beginning of the podcast but just to reiterate how we're going to go about this to michelle who's michelle michelle and sam thank y'all yeah Uh, michelle and sam i'm sorry i'm sorry sam i didn't mean to to throw you out of here yeah 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 um But just to make sure that we're all on the same page, uh, I have written a list of 20 animes. Some of them are standalone. Some of them have seasons. Uh, So Bridget is going to take a a 20-sided die, and she's going to roll a number. I have put all the animes into a randomizing list. They are in a random order. And whatever number that she rolls with her new cool little koi die. (laughs) There you go. Got koi fish in it. The anime we're going to watch, and then if it doesn't have a season two, or season two is still in the works, Bridget gets to replace it with her own anime, and then next time I'll roll, and et cetera, et cetera. So that's how that's going to work. But until then, let's talk about Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood and, and how we felt about it. Are you ready, Bridget? Yes. Maybe. All right, so... I wrote out eight questions. I'm going to read the questions real quick. And these are just top favorites. They're not, I guess they're not questions. I wrote out eight favorites that we had to answer. And I'm going to read those out real quick. Yeah. Yeah. And then we will go through them together and and argue with each other. It'll be really fun. Yeah. So the first is favorite opening theme. The second favorite ending theme. Three is favorite team, like Team Mustang, the Greedling Squad, the Briggs Boys, your team up, you know, like all that. Uh, your favorite homunculus slash sin, favorite villain, favorite strong A woman, because there's so many in this and we love it. Uh, your favorite character overall, and then your favorite Elric brother, which I felt had to stand alone. And those are our eight favorites. So we're going to start at number one, which is our favorite opening theme. Uh, for me, it was the first opening, opening one, again, by you. I just, it's it's a bop, man. It is I so I love good. it so much. Is that one yours, too? So that, okay. Mine's a little more complicated. All right, oh. here we go. Oh. It's like a, it's like two paragraphs. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. <laughs> I okay. told you, I struggled so much with the first two questions. And maybe it's because I'm a music nerd, but it was really difficult. Okay. My first sentence is, ah, this is really hard. Okay. I love Again by You, which is episodes 1 through 14's opening. I 
I really love it because it's so up. It's like when I think of Full Metal, that's what I think of for the intro. Uh, but a really close second is Golden Time Lover by Tsukima Switch, which is episodes 27 through 38. Uh, okay. So the visuals for again, because uh, I, I was thinking of visuals too because they're paired so much in my head with the music. Um, like the visuals for again are great. It's dramatic. It shows the spunk in Ed. It's like the beginning of it. You know, you, you're not heartbroken yet. Uh, it yeah. shows the childhood. <laughs> yet. It shows the childhood flashbacks. It shows like them like getting pulled into the portal. Like I love the like ribboning they do for their body mm-hmm. disappearing. That's my favorite part. Except oh, for when really we're cool. blowing in the wind. It's well, I like me I like that scary. because I like it's like she's torn between her life and the boys and it, or thought really hard into it. But I It makes me laugh every time. That's all I know about it. I'm just like, okay, Winry, you don't have to be a part of this one. She does. Uh so <laughs> it it shows like the spunk and ed, like Al's struggle, like to it's not even Al's beginning struggle. Like, the beginning of Al just wanting to be able to, like, taste food or sleep. It, it just is, like, an, a beginning little dot to some uh, issue that echoes so much more. Uh, Ho is just still this mysterious guy in this intro that we have no idea who he is when we hear again, which, like, bothered me for so long. Um, and then Scar and the homunculi are still the big bad. Like, Scar's really mysterious still. And it's just so clean and upbeat, and I really love the vocals. Uh, now with Golden Time Lover, this is this is where I'm feeling immense heartache. <laughs> Everything has gone wrong. Everything feels like you're at your lowest point, and like it's Ed laying in the grass with flowers because he had just gone through the portal, seen Al's body, can't take Al's body, and is like screaming that he'll be back, that he promises he'll be back, and then is like you know wrestling with that while fighting these people that want to kill him and the world. Um, and uh, you, you know, they've lost people close to him. They show you Mustang with Maze and the flashbacks of that. And uh, the owls on this journey of whether or not to continue living, because this is when he starts like going unconscious and going back on the other side. And father's now introduced and we know who Ho is. And they're like showing that they're two sides of the same coin because we've learned now that Ho is a homunculi, not a homunculi, a philosopher's stone, kind of a homunculi. But I mean, it's just like, they're both so different and they're both very good representations of the anime as a whole. And I bought them both. So I bought all the openings, but those are like my number one plays. It's like, well, you can't, you can't choose them all. <laughs> two, two, I will accept. Two, 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 I got two, two. is fine. Okay, and you know those are. I agree. I agree with those. The first one, obviously, but I agree with the other one too. Uh, favorite ending theme. Uh, I didn't. I didn't go deep into any of these. I just chose them. So my <laughs> apologies. Um, I chose uh, the ending number two, "Let It All Out" by Miho Fukuhara because I was like, heck yeah, that is not on my me. list. Oh, it's my favorite because just because of that one time that it matched up perfectly with Winry sobbing, and then yeah, that was a really good one. It was like, oh my! So that's my favorite. Okay, you go. So I have two. 
No. <laughs> I have two, and then I have one that is not my favorite closing song, but it was my favorite right, visuals. Well, going forward, you're not allowed to do this again. Just I believe, so you know. This is I the only you anime you get it. you told me that multiple times in life, and I have ignored that every time. So... Well, going forward, we're going to have a season that only has two, so you can't choose both of well, them. Well, this one had multiple. Okay, so... Okay. Uso, or USO, I don't know, by Sid, S-I-D... Um, mm, that's a good one. So, uh, I'm not a big fan of the visuals. It's episodes 1 through oh. 14. I'm not a big fan of the visuals in there because it's the little kid drawings, and I'm like, meh. Uh, I thought it was so cute. I love them. <laughs> I think it is good at showing that these are kids this is happening to, but it's just not my favorite ending, like the yellow paper. It's just kind of like on My Hero when they have those visuals of the drawings. It's not my favorite. Um... But it was like a, that song is like a nice breath of fresh air after an it's episode. my favorite My Hero ending I'm too, so, so sorry. I'm just going to sit here silently <laughs> until I cry. Oh, like, I no. can sing that song straight up. I like the song. Anyway, It's just, it's just the visuals. Uh, so it makes me feel calm and that like, no matter what was happening, like, you, you know that the, like, internal core of the boys are good. And they're, you're, you're gonna get through this. Uh, second one for me was... Shunkin Sentimental by Scandal, which is episode 39 through 50s. Because it won, it was our longest outro, and it was when the craziest things were happening, and it was super upbeat and like electric guitar rock. And the visuals are in because it's really just you rushing through that tunnel and then you get a few at the end. Um, but they incorporated, incorporated it really well into some episodes. Like there's one. Oh, I can't remember. It's it's Roy Mustang, and I think it's when he's throwing that note that we've seen pass through all of Team Mustang, and he throws it into the fire, and it like he's like walking down the sidewalk, and they start playing it while he's still saying dialogue, and it just like I'm like hyped, I'm like punching the air, I'm like ready to rock and roll, and like that like it's a good ending. I yeah. really love it. It gets me really hyped. Like I could I want to play that as, like, my Rocky montage running up the stairs or something. Do it. Um, do I, it. No one's I bought it. you. I, I want to see so that. I Let's do, go. Absolutely not. I will fall. Um, <laughs> third, it's not my favorite song outro, but it is my favorite visual outro, because all of these have been, like, I didn't you really care for the visuals. You can't have three. It's not the song. So, it's Ray of Light by Shoko Nakagawa. Episode 51 through 60s, only because it sums up everything you've just watched in the visuals. You I don't care for the music. Going into this, that you had two, and then you just gave me three. But it's not the music. You can only it's, have two. It's just Choose the art. Two. No, that's Choose all. two. Drop one. And I drop love that one. it gives me the Ed and Winry relationship visual that I you don't have really to get drop to one. See. I don't I, care. I, I told you visual. my two favorite ending themes. This is just, I like And that's it. Okay, well, I'm Shush. just saying that you could see Ed and Winry together, and Winry's watching Ed sleep, and it gives me a little bit of peace. There you go. You're, you're Brett. I oh, yeah. All right. Number three is favorite team. I, I chose the Mustang Squad because they're all classically good, and they're really the most hard. fun to watch. I struggled with this one a lot. But I thought the most, like, Mustang Squad, I was the happiest when they were reunited. Uh, I had the most fun watching them interact with each other, and every time they were off of the screen together, I was always wondering when they would come back together. Like, I, I just liked their dynamics so much, so I think overall, even though I love all of the different team-ups, Mustang's original squad 
is my favorite. So for me, this was hard because like the squads adjust a lot. Like mm-hmm. the Greedling squad, I think about when it's Ed, Greedling, and the two Chimeras, and not necessarily the Greedling squad we are first introduced to. That's who I was thinking of. Okay. Well, Greed, that would just be the Greed squad. Greedling is okay. the Ed Good Chimera point, good squad. point. So I really liked them, but I think my favorite has to be the Briggs boys, because I really loved their relationship. Like, Greedling was really close second, because mm-hmm. I loved Greedling, and I loved I did too. him and Ed, and the the, 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 chim- the Chimeras, like, won me over so much. Um, but I, I think it has to go to Briggs. Like, Olivier, I love... Major General Olivier. And then yep. Major Miles. Really liked Major Miles, especially at the end when him and Scar are working to rebuild. Uh, Buccaneer was one of the most intense deaths and really upsetting. So uh, like, especially him with what's his name? And golly, that, that was just like a devil whammy, literally. But lord, that was really rough. But I loved mm. also when the Briggs boys also incorporated at the very end Alex Sig and Izumi. And they were just like, I felt like they were really unstoppable. I mean, like, she, I mean, Olivier, like, rallied together, basically turned all these central soldiers into more Briggs boys. And then Alex is following her lead. And then Izumi and Sig are like, well, her and Izumi were just like best friends immediately. And they're amazing and will destroy everyone. And I don't know. So I was really I'd have to say to Briggs boys. Yeah. I was really close to picking Briggs, but the more I thought about Mustang, I just I just love that every promise he made do as men he kept. Yeah. And I don't necessarily know if Mustang would have been the best Fuhrer. Like no. I, I would probably have voted for With that Major Armstrong. No. El- Olivier General Armstrong, I'm sorry. I would have I would have had her be the Fuhrer, because she proved it during that last battle that she was She was so level-headed, yeah. Yeah. But I I loved Mustang's squad, and I loved their relationship, so I I had to go with them, even though I love love the Briggs boys so much. I I was devastated when Buccaneer died. uh, Yeah, that was... But... I think the only thing that stopped me from choosing Mustang squad, because, you know, I'm a big Hawkeye Mustang shipper, was... That what? one dude, what? I know what? that one dude at the radio station where he's like, "Guess we have to turn the blame on Olivier," and I was like, "Oh, Breta, yeah, yeah. he." Oh, that but I, he did such a sour taste in my mouth. He did a necessary evil. Though I think that's also why I like Mustang Squad, though, is because they're not all good. Like Briggs, they're gonna go for the greater good regardless. Mustang Squad is gonna work kind of for themselves, and I liked that character dynamic. It just, it was more interesting for me. I did really love Mustang Squad in the beginning when it was Maria Ross and what's his name? And they were in charge of Alex and Ed. I mean, not Alex. Al and Ed. Uh, would that, they be Mustang Squad or would they be Armstrong Squad? I guess they were Armstrong Squad at that point. And I or really, Hughes Squad because Hughes and Armstrong and Ross and uh danny i can't remember danny's last name i they... never can remember that kid remember when i thought he was a complete yeah <laughs> well i know his first name is danny right now 
but you know that guy. Roche, were, I guess Roche, Roche, Roche. They oh. were. <laughs> thank you. They were. Uh, they were. I think they were Hughes squad. Okay. Technically. Well, I love. That's, that's my final answer. The whole like <laughs> mysterious fifth laboratory arc is one of my favorite mm-hmm. arcs with them at trying to watch Ed and Al and. That's where I loved Ross and Broche, and that's why the whole Ross fake death was incredibly tragic. Yeah. Sheesh. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Golly. A lot of emotional <laughs> recoil from that still. Golly. <clears throat> All right. Well, next favorite. Uh, your favorite homunculus. I'm pretty sure that you all know that mine is greed. It's mine's greed. Obviously. It's, it's always like, going to be greed. Hands down. He is yeah. the best homunculus. I love him. But greed one or greed two? Choose. Greed two. Who do okay, you think good. I am? Yeah, I know. Come right. on. You liked greed when he was greed one also. So I was yeah, like, eh. But then he became wing and I was like, no. Um here for it. That's what I I was like, greed, always gonna be greed, specifically greed too. Like, Love seeing greed. him on that arc of finding his humanity through Ling, and them being like, the perfect, like, Jekyll and Hyde partnership, like, so oh, good. My, I just, he, it sold it for me whenever he was like, everyone has greed, everyone wants things, yeah, and, and he was inherently like, bad, and I was it's like, it's how you <laughs> act on it, and I was like, so good. Uh, Love him. My close second for, <sighs> for no, no it's envy, isn't it? No, it's it, envy, isn't it? It was it was gluttony for sounding like Pooh Bear <laughs> for being so oh dumb. Uh, I can't get over it. It's obviously pride. I'm kidding. Oh, my pride ring bruised me the other day. Like, yeah, it I, was that snacks. Work? It snags on things real hard and hurts. And I I took it off and I got a little bruise and I was like evil, but it made <laughs> me happy because it made sense. It's very appropriate. Yes, yes, it was good. It was good. All right. Well, that was that was that was too easy a question. So we're gonna move on to uh, our fifth favorite, which is your favorite villain. So this is Uh, where I I go back and forth on this. Like, so villain started as a villain. I liked Scar because I really love a villain arc that turns into heroes. Like Scar. Scar struggling with that inner tor- turmoil and not learning how to not let hate consume you, even though it's justified and you have every mm-hmm. right, but learning how to forgive, but not forget, but, uh, you know, kind of keeping what happened in, at the forefront of your mind, but helping people learn from it for the better good. Mm-hmm. Like, really love that. But Envy was such a close second, because I really loved Envy's fights. Envy was, like, your main villain for such a long time. When Envy turned into that green lizard thing, loved it. I loved that animation. And it has one of the most tragic defeats they mm, like so sad the fact For that they like no de- reason they did not need to go that it was hard. like i was mental like, and emotional defeat like they were they were physically defeating so envy because roy that's when roy loses himself but like oh they beat him down with like the emotion and so i was like close second but i love a here a villain to hero arc so scar was my favorite Scar was great. I I was close to Scar. The only villain, I think all the villains were done really well. Uh, oh, the yeah. only villain I was just not going to choose was Father because yeah, he was there, but he was always kind of in the background. Like you you get just enough of him to know that he is the ultimate bad guy. It's kind of like AFO. Like I would never say that or uh, 
AFO. Yes. Yeah. AFO. I, 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 I did it every time. Of my brain. All for one, one for like, all. I, all for one? <laughs> like, yeah, he's there. He's the big bad. But I'm going to choose Shigaraki over him every time because Shigaraki is the face of it. You know what exactly, I mean? Like, exactly. Like, that, the that big bad that, that uses other people to branch out and fight. And they never yeah. actually do it. Except for, you know, that exactly. one fight with All Might that I sob through every time. <laughs> exactly. Um, but, yeah. But I... I obviously chose uh, Fury King Bradley. Um, He's a great there's just villain. A, there's a lot of depth to the character. And first of all, easily the best voice actor in either show was Fury King Bradley. Uh, very closely followed by uh, Ling Yao for me. Those voice actors were excellent. So maybe that's kind of what sold the character. But there's just too many layers to the Fury. Like... He was just a kid who was forced into this thing that he doesn't necessarily regret, but then he knows and understands that he missed out on all of this for some greater purpose. And he's he really is just the perfect soldier. And I I I don't know, I, I really vibed with, with Fury King Bradley. He was very close to being my favorite character, but he's Whoa! not. <laughs> I know. It was Whoa. so close. So close to being my favorite character just because every time he was on screen, I was excited. He I was, was an like, amazing yes, villain. Very complicated here. because you don't think he's a villain either in the beginning he's so charismatic. He's like, so you know there's something up, but you, I remember for the longest time, I thought he was getting a redemption arc and then at the end, it just and- proves how truly evil he was and I was like ah. and it was done so well that the second that he like officially turned whenever he goes to kill greed and he's talking to the boys just like remember that I know the people you love and yeah. if you had done this on purpose you would be dead by now and I was like huh. <laughs> when he's like second sitting that in know. that room with Winry and you're like Ugh. yes yeah. And it was, it's so good. He does, he does so well. He's and they made villain. an evil man without having him be predatory towards women. And I can appreciate that. And in anything, he was acts. way more respectful towards women, which is really I know. awesome of really a villain. Weird. <laughs> like, I loved that. it. He's that's so a good, good. That's a good villain. Yeah, I agree. That's uh, a good villain. It's, uh, so yeah, Fear King Bradley, RIP. He got my heart. So close to having my full heart. Your full metal heart? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Our our sixth favorite. Our favorite strong A woman. Okay, so my first sentence says, how can I choose just one? (laughs) You you can only have one. I'm not letting you have multiple for this one. Alright, here are my runners up. My runner ups. Olivier and Hawkeye. Because I love them. They're my runner ups. Olivier had to learn a little bit of softness, so that's where I was like, maybe, I don't know. And then Alex helped her with that at the very end, uh, but the, her dedication to her men, awesome. Hawkeye had an amazing balance of love and I'll shoot you if I have to, and I really loved that, and I loved, I mean, her loyalty to Mustang, I loved it. But Izumi Curtis... <sighs> That is my number one. I loved her. I loved how amazingly hard she was on the boys. But at the same time, she was a mother figure. Like, that whole scene where they explain that they did human transmutation and she's hugging them and they're just saying, I'm sorry. And she's like, stop saying I'm sorry and just let me hug you. That's that's the moment where I was like, 
I love her. I love no matter what she does. And her and Sig's relationship, like she can be strong. She can be the like strongest, biggest, best fighter. And then she can be so sweet and kind and loving with Sig. And like I love that romantic relationship. And then I just I don't I loved her. And I I love that she always was like, I'm just a housewife. I'm just a housewife. So humble, but like anybody could be this. It's all how she learned and was trained and I love the running joke of her fighting the bear up at Briggs, too. So, Izumi Curtis. That's my number one. Hey, guess what? We agree. She is yeah! also my favorite strong <laughs> I just... I, I think Izumi is really special. She's a special character because I think with feminine characters, particularly in anime, whenever they have a woman character that they want to be strong, they give her all strength. But they yeah. don't realize that part of being a woman... Showing your strength also means you know when to be soft. Yeah. And that's, they just do it so well. And it's a really special, it's a special thing. And I think part of that is because we had a a female Female writer. Yeah. It's it's a female-led show. balance. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, (sighs) she's perfect. Everything you said, I I 10,000% agree with. Azumi Curtis for the win. And Although, I love that she could show some cleavage characters. and not be like super sexualized. Like she was very yeah. feminine, but at the same time, she was time, just comfortable. She will beat you down. Like I love that balance. That's constantly my struggle is like the masculine fighting the feminine, but she blends them. Like you can have both. Like and she uh, does it all uh, while wearing house shoes and her I water closet that. slippers. Yes, uh, and especially in Texas, the fact that she used those slippers, the chancla, as a weapon, like great representation there. Yes, love, love. Are you ready? Are you ready for the big two? No. All right. So <sighs> this is this is not not the biggest one, but the second to the biggest one. Our seventh favorite, our favorite character. Go ahead, Bridget. Tell me who your favorite character is. Uh, so there's only one sentence in my sheet because I deleted everything and was <laughs> just and was just like, "Oh, I'll wing it." <laughs> I oh no! I couldn't. Uh, okay. I think, I mean, I just, I'm, <laughs> I'm struggling. I don't know. I don't like choosing just one because it changes all the time. But I really, I, I love Ed. I think, I think my favorite, I'm a big main character energy kind of person. Like, I, I gravitate towards people that have main character energy. And so I think, I think I have to choose Ed, especially with his struggle. And I see a lot of myself in him sometimes where I want to take it all on on myself. And until I, like, drove into the ground, uh, <laughs> me at work right now. Um, but I don't know. I th- I, I, I'm just going to have to say Ed. But I also, it's because I get the most detail on his life and story. And I, I am one of those people that want all the details. So I, I, think I get it, that. I think it's Ed. Also, look how handsome he turns out. Love him. Yeah, he's so cute. I love him. I I was close. To, I Ed was on my list, too. I, I had a top three for sure, and it was Ed, Furikin, Bradley, and, of course, my actual favorite character, Ling Yao, who I called. Yeah, we, all, we all knew yeah, this. We, knew we all knew this. Coming. This is my favorite uh-huh. character. But Ling is, Ling is another very special character because he doesn't necessarily use his strength to be strong. He uses his heart. And what motivates mm-hmm. him is the want to create a better place for his people. And I think that's really lovely. 
Like, he, he was so good, he turned a sin too. good. He had a like, great growth come arc. Come on. He and him, and him talking to Mei Chang at the end, like, showing that beautiful. character growth is just... And just the mercy of it, of, like, yeah, yeah the, I have this, but you do too. Like, you're, you're part of this. And it was... And he... The voice actors for Ling are so good. And oh, I knew yeah. that coming in because he's Ryuji, and I love Ryuji. So it, and I was talking to someone at work the other day because... We just realized that we both loved anime. And I was like, yeah, I have a podcast. We're watching Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood. And she's like, oh my gosh, who's your favorite character? I'm like, Ling Yao. I love him. I love his voice actor. And she goes, he's my favorite voice actor. He's done all of this. And I was like, oh. and we just, we had a moment. It was really beautiful. <laughs> I was like, I know. I know he has. It was great. Aww. I loved it. I think. So Ling Yao. That's, I had that's some my good runner-ups like. Al, of course, was one because I love oh, Al's he's lovely. Yeah. journey and, you know, how selfless he was. I Alex Armstrong, like, oh my gosh, Alex Louise Armstrong is a beautiful man and there's nothing wrong. And he was and also that me. crazy balance of big, like, amazing muscles and huge dude, but also the most sensitive dude in the show. And I love that balance. I think that's also because we had a female writer. And, like... I love a big, strong, burly man that is emotional because I'm emotional. And the fact that in the middle of the war, he walked out because he couldn't face to do these evil terrors anymore. I That's when I was like, I love this man. That's why I bought yeah. the hardcover of the anime book that has him as the cover because I, I love that man. I love, that's like my ideal man. Big, buff, muscly and super soft inside. Oh, it's my favorite. And He's that very well done too. And Mei Chang is also was one of my ones I really had to consider May because good. she went through so much as a young girl but also was so open-minded and optimistic that I loved that. And she was really an amazing character that we only got introduced through midway and she easily became one of my top favorites. A scar was definitely on my short list too. Just because the, the entire show, he just becomes a completely different person. And, yeah, like and every way. episode he changes. It's great. And I like that he never lets go of his anger. He just kind of moves he, past it. He learns like, how to like harness it for good. Yeah, it's the whole mm -hmm. forgive but don't forget. Yeah, mm -hmm. I like that. Oh, gosh. But these characters are All really right. well done. And here's our last big one, and I guess I know yours because I know your favorite character now, but who's your favorite Elric brother? I wrote, no, I will not choose. <laughs> I no. chose. I chose Alphonse. Um. <laughs> I, knew, I, knew, I knew you would, but I was like, no. Alphonse is too good for this world. I know. And even though I would choose Ed over him in a contest for my favorite character, Ooh. Alphonse is my favorite Elric brother, because through this entire show, he has been nothing but a bright light of positivity. When he got dealt the worst and forgiveness. Hands. Yeah. Whenever he, it's it was cemented for me. Whenever he sees Ho and forgives him instantly, because that's his father, and he uh. can tell that he's hurting. 
that destroyed me. And I was like, you know what? You're a perfect child. And I love him. And I'm so happy everything worked out for Alphonse. He's perfect. And we love we love Alphonse. And we love that he loves Mei Chang because no one deserves oh, Alphonse except for Mei Chang. I know. I love it. I love it. I'm good. I don't I don't know. Like I I just I just wrote in all caps, no I will not choose because I was thinking like, you know, Alphonse was like so supportive and like selfless and like literally got dealt the worst hand, but at the same time, Ed was on the opposite spectrum and was so ruthless and fighting for him no matter what. Like he would it'd be multiple times he was trying to lay down his life just to save Al. So they were like the same coin, two sides of the same coin of just like they were both good. I, don't, I, could, I could not choose. They're so different. I love them both so much. Like, would I marry Ed? Absolutely. But would I be in love with Al? Absolutely. I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, it's really complicated. Brother wives, you know. This is know. the only time that that is an acceptable answer. So <laughs> we're good. Maybe if there were three um, of them, I could choose five. one over all of them. But yeah, just but these two, I was there's like. There's two. Yeah. <laughs> from Doctor Who when he's like take the ears off he's like no I shan't <laughs> that's, that's all I no I, I shan't <laughs> I will not <sighs> I I just this one time I accept that don't get Thank too you. comfortable with they, it I won't but th um, this one I literally like cried <laughs> I, like, I can't, like, can't do it I can't, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> well I accept you're not choosing. They're both great. <laughs> it, it was. It's a hard thing. I, yeah. I get it. I'm a little more callous than you are when it comes to that, so it's easier for me. <laughs> oh, and I, I get that, and I'm okay with that. Um, but overall, I think Ed is a better character with better growth and development, but Alphonse was always great, and that's why, that's yeah. why he doesn't, he doesn't he just, have as much growth. Yeah, because he's and that's okay. amazing. But it's harder to really form a connection with that because he started out great and just stayed great, and then Ed needed the growth, so you, you fall in love with him along the way. So that's why I think he's a better character, but Alphonse is my favorite brother. I mean, I also am really attracted to Scars, so, like, I mean, Ed, I don't Respect. know. Respect. <laughs> Respect. I get it. Uh, <sighs> All right, we're going to move on to our questions now. These questions are probably going to be the questions that I ask for every anime that we watch. Give or take a few, we'll throw some in whenever. So, I mean, obviously we'll change the anime that we're asking about. But, yeah. you know, remember these questions. I think these are good questions to ask. So, uh, my first question is, what have you learned from watching Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood? If anything. Okay, so... It's kind of what we just discussed, that you don't have to be the villain even when life gives you the worst hands. And also, never give up mm -hmm. hope. I love that the never give up hope thing was such a common theme. Uh, even when it was the darkest, like, even when Ed gave up hope, like, when he was like, absolutely not. You don't tell me to leave. You go save the world. You're the only one who could do this. Go do it. And, like, so sometimes he needed that reminder, but that was always the theme. And, like, there's the quote um, when they were in, what's it called? The Sun City, when Ed's talking to Rose. Uh, and he says, stand up and walk. Keep moving forward. You've got two good legs, so get up and use Le them. Leor. Leor, yeah. And, yes, and he says, cool. you're strong enough to make your own path. And 
I love that. And there's also another quote, and I couldn't find where it's from, and the internet couldn't find where it's from either, but everybody collectively says Ed says this at some point, so we'll see. But it's the, how can you move forward if you keep regretting the past? Um, and I He says just, that to Scar. To Scar? I remember that okay. very clearly. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so I, I just, I mean... I, I love that because, you know, everybody's got issues and everybody deals with things in the past. And I definitely am not good at letting things go. And I it, letting things go for myself. Like, I beat myself up for things. And uh, that's why I'm so funny. Um, but <laughs> self-deprecation at its best. Uh, but I just really love that hope and that you don't have to be the villain even if life tries to make you the villain. I like that. Um... I, there's a lot to learn from this show because all the characters are so well thought out. But I think what really hit me the most was that you have to hold yourself accountable for the things that you do, even if you do them out of love, because they don't always have good consequences. Because literally everyone in this show has a fault to where they, they did something bad, but it was because they loved someone or they were afraid and you know it, it i mean that's literally if how you do things created with the yeah bomb back like even if you do things for a good reason they don't always turn out well and you have to hold yourself accountable for the people you hurt and what you destroy essentially that was a really extreme word but you get what i mean i mean that's pretty and accurate then, for the show yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh another thing i i really loved is i love I think that it really talks a lot about how your parents aren't perfect. Like, mm. no matter how you see your parents, they are people. And you have to accept them for what they are, even if you can't forgive them for what they've done. Yeah, nobody has that is parents in this, episode, this show, and I think that was great, it's yeah. a really cool thing to teach particularly children. Not that I would necessarily say this is a, a children-forward show, I might if I did watch it. I don't know. Yeah, I, I probably would. I mean, I, I started watching it when I was like 13, which I think is an appropriate age to watch this. Yeah, middle honest. school, but, I think you know, this is a good age for them. It's a it's an interesting thing to to show that you don't have to forgive your parents. I I think that's really cool. Because that, that's a choice that you have. Just because someone had you doesn't mean that you have to forgive them for what they've done to you. They're a person you and you have to them. build relationships yeah. with them too. Yeah. Like it's, and it's, I, yeah. I also love that regardless of everything in your life, you'll always have your siblings because you do like it's, it's a different kind of bond. It's like, it's like a friend that you kind of hate, that you love forever. Yeah, you kind, of, you kind of hate you love forever, and you can like mess with them. But if anybody messes yeah. with them, you take them. Like it, it. Siblings are like these friends. I don't know. They're the closest people you'll get. And I don't know. I was just talking about that about my brother. Yeah. Like I think the 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 sweetest thing that a friend can ever tell you is that you're like a sibling to them. And I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think that what this show does for family dynamic and how it tells you that, you know, not every family has to look just like A, B, and C. It, it's it's nice. And I like I like found family because I have a lot of my own. So it's 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 just nice. That's a it's a good good little message is everywhere. Good show. Super Soft sweet. Words, you're gonna make me cry. 
Stop. I love you. (laughs) I mean, it's just like your husband says when I'm like, I don't know what to do or like how to express words well. And so I just like send you all these gifts. (laughs) I'm like, I love you. Okay. And I love it. I get it. (laughs) Me too, man. (laughs) I'm not good at words. It's fun. It's hard. Okay. My brother, my brother is such an owl and I am such an Ed. So when you were saying that, I was just like, oh, this is crazy. Yeah. I mean. Oh I gosh, think I am the owl to my older brother's Ed, <laughs> and it's it's a lot, but also it's not because he's my brother. It's like a you know it's a thing. I'm the hothead. I'm the dead. I'm the like I will go out and do this, and he's more of the like hold it in, hold it together, and I and <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it's definitely different dynamics. But I mean, I think they represent it really well that you can be different, but yeah. I mean, they're still your ride or die. Mm-hmm. Like, no matter what. No, mat- All no right, matter I'm sorry. what. Okay, okay. I'm Stop. sorry. Next question. Stop. Here we go. Uh, next question is really easy. Would you watch it again? I've already been watching it again, so yes. Are you serious? That's awesome. <laughs> my brother started it, and so I was watching it, and then I was skipping through to my favorite episodes and stuff and making myself cry, and I was like, oh. So, yeah, I already did that. <laughs> um, I don't know if I watched it again. It was a good show, like, don't get me wrong, but it's slow. Like, there there are a lot of slow moments. And it's not slow in a bad way, but it's slow in a way that, I mean, I'm just, I'm not ready to jump back into it, because there's yeah. just a lot that you have to commit to. Maybe in a couple years. Oh, yeah. Maybe. I, I just, I mean, it's like when I watched My Hero, and I finished it, and then I watched it again, and then I watched it again, and it's like, I don't Well, I, would, I could do that with My Hero. I, um, I can't do that with... with I this. like this one, because it's so complicated, and there's so much emotion. Like, I even watched the Nina Alexander episode again. I just think that... I don't that know why I did that. <laughs> there's a little too much buildup for me to be able to turn back around and watch it again. You know what I mean? It, it's less action, more buildup, which isn't bad when Until you're watching you get to the it, end, it's very it's good. Action, action, action. And you're yeah. Like, <laughs> but like when you're in it, like the first time, you need the buildup. You want the buildup. It's excellent. But now I know what happens. So it's like, I don't need the buildup for this anymore. I kind of love storyline, like storytelling buildup. Like when we get to slower things, you get to be more like nuanced about stuff because everybody's least favorite season of Attack on Titan was one of my favorites because I loved how it played politics and like, what season three yeah I think that was it <laughs> the shorter season and I was like I really love season three and everybody was, or was like, it season two because season two was like 12 episodes maybe season I don't know there was one I loved you, season two. you told me that like everybody hated it and I was like oh, I really liked this and you like uh. see Titans like four times and everything else is like Aaron Yeager's on trial and I was like I love season three I hated season three oh (laughs) I liked it I think maybe I just hated season three that's why I haven't watched season four although I did promise Will I I would start tomorrow I watched the first episode of the premiere and I haven't watched this past Sundays but uh I've already seen it being memed a lot and I was like yep that's right that's straight out of the manga sweet (laughs) Love it. So excited. (laughs) Um, I guess that would... Okay, next question. Would you pay to watch this? I said it's worth the money. If I could own it... it, If I could own it at original retail price, yes, I would buy it. Now, at resale price that I have seen... Like, I was trying to buy the manga. (laughs) Resale price is ridiculous because this is older. Uh, uh, Yeah. Not for resale prices. Like trying to go for like a hundred and fifty, and I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> uh, I would, I would 
I I would have paid to watch it before I had watched it. So if you can't get it and uh, you were thinking about watching it, I'd pay to watch it. Um, I would definitely pay to read it. Um, I mean, I I went got a library card just to check out the manga. (laughs) So worth it. But yeah, I, I would pay to watch it. Um, next question. Uh, would you recommend this anime to someone who wants to start watching anime? I said yes. You have to get through some of the dark, slower episodes in the beginning, but it really is an amazing show that'll keep you on your toes if you've never watched it before, because, man, man, you get some nasty cliffhangers at points. But I think it has a little bit of everything in it. It's got those softness moments in the beginning and the middle that tie you in, like the whole baby birthing episode when they're in... Um, really cute what what is the city called um rush valley rush valley uh yeah i i mean i think they balance a lot of life and death and action and slow and uh they they really they get all the emotional ties in there so i i say yes and it's got some cool history stuff in there and it's not just like look at me i'm an alien fighting you in this far off planet with this crazy hairstyle uh which is normally what anime <laughs> looks like to me before i started watching that uh, was a full-on call out at dragon ball z <laughs> if y'all want to fight bridget she is ready she my, is ready my to brother fight you. started listening and he goes y'all really need to calm down on your dragon ball z disses and he and then, then, I wait, 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 dragon ball wait, z i said it wait he listened to the next episode and he goes it's really just you that needs to calm down. Don't see me. I was like, because this is my fault. I was like, yeah, it kind of is. And walk in and be like, they're still charging up. So, thank you, little sorry. brother. I I needed that. I'm gonna call you little brother, little brother now. Little brother. He's now my adult little brother. I used to call. Thank him you for understanding. One. I used to call him little, little one from Aragon. Like, I I I call Ian uh, Booger. Because oh. he's small and sticky, or he used to be. So Daniel turned into <laughs> now he's tall and clean. And I, hate it. I always call him Nanals because our baby cousin couldn't say Daniel, and so she'd always say Nanal, and then it stuck. And I, I literally, that's always what I call him. That's what I turn Nanals. Nanals. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> so that's what he is to me, Nanals. Okay. Uh, sorry, little brother. That's a cute name. We like it. Uh, right. <laughs> next question. Oh wait, I didn't answer this. I would. I would definitely recommend this to someone. I, especially someone who hasn't watched it, because I think shonen's like shonen anime and manga are just really easy to jump into because they have a good mix of everything. It's not just action. It's not just story. It's not just like I love. will say, shonen. It's everything. Is, like, very top tier and i've only started reading yeah. other stuff like i don't know who does attack on titan but it's not shonen but um it it was harder for me at times and it's not as accessible for me like shonen has an app that is great oh no as- shonen is a type of anime oh it's not the app shonen jump is is a a thing but a, a shonen anime is a type of anime what does that mean look i'm new uh, really, I'm i don't the know exactly a shonen anime is like an anime that's well-rounded it's kind of actiony but it's also got a lot of fleshed out stories i don't know the exact definition but i know the type i guess shonen anime are japanese comics marketed towards young teen boys between the age of 12 and 18 all right well that makes sense for us but yeah (laughs) well you know i think shonen's are easy for everyone to get into it typically has action comedy friendship 
and tragedy occasionally. So this is your occasionally yeah. uh, show. <laughs> so, but most people that I recommend anime to, I always recommend them as shonen first because they are so well-rounded and there's so many different genres within shonen anime that would work. And uh, I do think that this is a great anime for anyone who would want to start watching anime. I don't necessarily know if I would have this be someone's first, though, because it is so long. And it's... I, I don't know if I would recommend that to someone right off the bat. So uh, I do think it's it's a good one to watch, though. Shonen literally means boy or youth. Youthful boy. No. <laughs> yeah, uh, see, I didn't know that. Different types of anime are shonen, shoujo, seinen, mm-hmm. S-E-I-N-E-N, Josie, J-O-S-E-I, and Kodo Momuke. Mm-hmm. So, it's a, each one is targeted specifically on different population of viewers. Interesting. I did not Which know is that. why I only read shoujos, because they are for girls. And I love, love so much. I have like eight shoujos sitting next to me right now that I just bought. I'll get into that later. I'm really um, intrigued by this now. Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, I'm going to move on to the next question. Uh, what type of anime watcher do you think this is aimed at? A newbie, moderate watcher, or a pro? I said moderate. Uh, more moderate mm-hmm. because, you know, it is kind of a more of a... You, you got to grow into it, and it, it does have some more, like, fantastical things, I think, that you've got to get on board with. But I'm, I'm a big Greek yeah. mythology person, so that I like those kind of things. But... Uh, also, if you don't like violence <laughs> or sadness, yeah, this is a little harder. You probably should grow that taste before you get to this. So I, that's a, that's kind of why I hit more of a moderate because it does balance I, like normal TV show drama arcs and anime drama arcs. See, I I said this is straight up made for newbies because it doesn't hit into all of the crazy anime tropes that are just so anime. Like, it's not something that you have to be used to watching to jump in and be like, no, this is a good show. Because it's just a good show. It doesn't necessarily have to be a good anime, you know what I mean? Even though it is a good anime. There were some things in the beginning of us watching this that I was like, this bothers me. And you kept having to tell me, no, this is an anime trope. And I was like, oh. And so I, I can't remember, remember I know, I was trying, I was like, maybe I need to go back and listen to the first few episodes, because I can't remember what it was. I think the squiggly people was something I had to get oh, adjusted yeah. to. Weird hairstyles. It's barely anything. But for a new anything. anime watcher, that visually, if you don't know how to look past that, you do get hung up on it. Because I, I remember it bothered me so much, so that's the only reason. But it's not something they lean into super hard that afterwards. Is true. Like, in the first couple of episodes, they do it, for sure, because they're establishing something new off of something old. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's it's what it is. But I, I think it's it's aimed towards newbies. If you are new and want to watch anime, or you know someone who's new and wants to watch anime, then I think this is, it's a good, it's a good anime to start with. Again, I don't know if I would necessarily recommend it to everyone because of just the things that happen in it can be a little disturbing. Sadness. But it's an excellent first anime if you can look past that because it's written by a woman. If you could get past the Nina Alexander episode you're set for the rest of it. 
and it has really strong friendships and relationships with very little fan service, which is something that you don't get in a lot of shonen because, again, they're aimed towards little boys. That's actually Yay. yeah. And our, then our our last question: uh, Your anime rating out of five, what would you rate this anime? I said I'm always really bad at ratings. I over I always overrate things because I I don't know. I, I think I like guilt myself in ratings. Um, it's probably I, go with your heart, man. Uh, go with your heart. I think I wrote I wrote four point five out of five. I really loved it, but I'm also right on the high of finishing it. And but I really loved this show. Like really loved the show. The only thing that I put as it is the ending didn't satisfy me all the way because I wanted more Ed and Winry and like midway mm. through like season four or part four, we kind of like took a break on Winry being in the show and that it kind of hurt mm. me because that was like the main driver of why Ed was doing a lot. And, I mean, it was for his brother and it was for Winry and we, we like stopped seeing Winry. And so that was the only thing that really kind of made me not want to give it a five because, you know, at the end he does end up with Winry and it is their perfect, unique little relationship but I only got two minutes of it after finally seeing it and how he was going to give up and Winry was the one that drove him to not to give up. She was a really big part on literally what held Ed together. Like, she made his arm and leg. Like, she was literally the glue for him and the home for him and Owl. But um, I did like that they... My, like, final thought on it was I like that they left it in a place where if they wanted to pull, like, an Avatar The Last Airbender and pull, like, a Legend of Korra and kind of pop into the future a few years, they could easily do that. Especially with, like, the photo yeah. they left us. And so, I mean, I kind of hope that maybe one day we could get, like, a little epilogue from the author. That would be really cool. I know she's working on other things, but uh, I, I like the way they kind of left that open-ended there. Gotcha. So 4.5. Um, I, I honestly struggled with rating this. I, I went between a 4 and a 3.5 for a minute. I'm a little bit of a harsher score, but keep in mind that I've watched a lot of animes, so there I already have favorites that are tucked in my brain, and I don't yeah. necessarily compare it to that, but I compare it to the way that they made me feel. Yeah. So I ended up giving this a 3.5 out of 5, and not because of anything awful. I just... You know, it's an older anime. The animation is a little lacking, and that's not its fault because it's it's old. It's really good for the time, but the action is yeah. not the best, and it, it does give you really good bits of action, and then completely doesn't completely fail you at the end. But it really let me down. That last time um, was hard. But yeah. Overall, I and and it could have been better because it was written better, and that. Really I'm excited to get to that, me. yeah, because mm -hmm. there were so many times, you, the fun fact was you were like, they left this and this out, and I don't know why, and I was like, yeah. huh. And that's why? frustrating. Yeah. But I do, I think that, I, I did really, I love the anime. I'm not in love with the anime. It did make me go read fanfiction after, so that's I did that too. something. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's, for me, it's a solid 3.5 teeter let's give it like a 3.7 i'd be fine with that too okay. but like it's it's just not it's not quite a four for me it's definitely not a five it was still very good they did their best for it being made in 2009 yeah i think and I the think music is excellent the music god so, except for that music one song, was excellent except for that one closing song 
Yeah, that was an awful song. That rap thing, I guess. Awful song. We all agreed on that. Did I buy it still? Yes, because I'm a completist. But really can't sit that song. Um, but I, those are all my questions. I do have quite a bit of fun facts. I don't know if you had anything that you wanted to go over after. Nope, that, you that was it. Down. Give me your fun facts. Uh, cool. So let's, let's, let's just talk about this. And again, forgive me for destroying everyone's name in this. <laughs> so sorry. Um, so this anime was obviously based off of the manga series Full Metal Alchemist by uh, Himo- Hiromoru Arakawa. There we go. She's I'm going to call adorable. her Arakawa from She's here on adorable. out. She Very draws herself lady. as a little cow in all of the manga notes, and it's freaking adorable. She's cute. Hilariously, well, we'll get into that. There's a reason okay. that she draws herself as a cow. <gasps> um, so if you enjoyed FMA and you're looking for something a little more lighthearted, she also wrote Silver Spoon, which is a really lighthearted coming-of-age story about a high school sp- student named uh, Yugo uh, Hachiken, and he, so he moved from the city and enrolled in an agricultural school just because, oh. like, he didn't really get into anywhere else, and that's why she draws herself as a cow because that was her one of her first series, and oh. he loves cows. I love it because she draws herself as a cow with her glasses, though, and it's the yeah. cutest thing. Oh. It's excellent. So, Silver Spoon is a manga it also has an anime adaptation there are two seasons of it it was made in 2013 um there is a live action film that came out in 2014 i haven't watched it um but a lot of people love silver spoon and there is a reason for that so okay but even more excitingly arakawa she has a new shonen manga set to release at the end of this month, at the end of january i think it's already started releasing because uh my husband's been reading it um, and so. there you go. Um, and it's called uh, Yomi no uh, Sugai or The Underworld's Turn. Oh. And all we know about it right now is that it is a series about an imprisoned sister and her brother, and they uncover a mysterious secret of this village. So be excited for that. I'm intrigued. Super cool. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm super stoked for whenever that becomes available to us. <laughs> let's let's get it. Let's um, get it. so Full Metal Alchemist's Brotherhood was directed by. Oh, gosh, I hate myself. <laughs> I did not write this out phonetically either. Why do I do this? Uh, Yashiro Iri, and he was actually one of the. He was the animation director on the original Full Metal Alchemist series. Okay, and he also did. He's also done key animation on Cowboy Bebop, uh, Soul Eater, and the Mobile Suit Gundam OVA movie. Uh, okay, I've heard of MST. all of those, so those are pretty big. Yeah, <laughs> they're all really big. And it's uh, because Fulminophimus Brotherhood was also produced by Bone Studio. So if you haven't listened to our Star Wars Visions episode, Bone Studio is like a monster studio. It was established in October mm-hmm. of 1998 by Sunrise Studio staff members, uh, oh gosh, I hate myself, uh, Mashakiro Minami, uh, Hiroshi Osaka, and uh, Toshihori Kawamoto. That's the best I've done with those. I'm very proud of myself. And Bones also did the three My Hero movies. I have a beef with yeah. the last one, but the first two well, were great. It's okay. We're getting into that. So... <laughs> 
Um, Sunrise was like the big contender studio for a long time. And all these people came from them. So they got to work a lot with Sunrise Studios doing all of their stuff. So they came out of that already set up to have an amazing studio because they've already proven their worth on what they did with Sunrise. So unfortunately, Osaka passed away from cancer in 2007. But since his death, the studio has added uh, Makoto uh, Watanabe and uh, Takeshiro Komamori to the board of directors. Uh, One of their first projects working on was the Cowboy Bebop movie, Knocking on Heaven's Door. So that's huge. And, oh my gosh, where am I? They moved on from stuff like that to work on a bunch of big name animes like Soul Eater, Eureka 7, Orin High School Host Club, Bob Psycho 100, Bungo Stray Dogs, Skate Infinity, The Case Study of Vanitas, and of course, My Hero Academia. So just a really cool fun fact about Bone Studios is that it's divided into several smaller studios that all work under the umbrella of Bones. So they have studios A through E, and Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood was made by Studio D that was led by Mari uh, Suzaki. And they have mainly been working on Bungo Stray Dogs since 2015. So if this is something you liked, maybe go uh, watch Bungo Stray Dogs because it's dope. And then uh, the original Full Metal series was done by Studio C, and the lead producer on that was Yoshihiro Oyabu, Oyabu, I think. I'm sorry, it's a weird name. That one I could not figure out how to pronounce forever. (laughs) Uh, But they did Soul Eater and Orin High School Host Club, but now that studio is exclusively working on all things My Hero Academia. So that's what they do. Um, I only have a little more, I promise. Just one tiny paragraph. Uh, So the OG series debuted in 2003, and... uh, it was only able to adapt the first half of the series before it had to switch to original direction because the rest of it wasn't written yet. Um, and whenever they announced that there would be a second adaptation in 2008, it wasn't received well because everyone loved the original Full Metal Alchemist series so much. So Studio Bones had a lot of trouble getting people to really be excited about Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood until they decided to appeal to the fan base and put a lot more stock into a fan favorite character. Do you want to guess who that character is? A fan favorite character. Lane? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Roy Mustang. Oh! <laughs> and once they decided that they were going to flesh out his story more, the fans got on board. And eventually, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood would go on to be named one of the best manga adaptations of all time. It really is. Like, so far, I mean, I, I think it it could honestly be longer. Because I'm reading mm-hmm. the manga, and that, that's not something I normally typically say. But, I mean, there's so many little stories that are just like a flashback in the show. Like, the whole mining town thing that I always bring up. I mean, like, that was a really fun episode. And it really shows the characteristic of Al being worried that Ed's doing something illegal. And Ed being like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to catch Yoki and give these back to the people. And, I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, that's... That's all I got. I hope you enjoyed your fun facts. I hope you enjoyed the show because we really enjoyed covering it. And uh, I think it's it's time for us to choose our next show. What? So I just got it here. I've got them randomized and numbered one through twenty. 
All Bridget has to do is roll the dice, and I will tell her what she lands on. Alright. Let me move the, all the other dice out of my little rolling tray. You want to see what my rolling tray is? It's that Crimson Peak cigar box from work. Okay, well, maybe. <laughs> One day. Yeah, there it is! <laughs> there and it is! I, I, <laughs> well, I lined, I, I lined it with, like, nice. felt so that it was a good little D&D rolling box. Um, Very nice. Are you nervous? I am <laughs> really nervous. Okay. All right, okay. I'm shaking. You ready? Let me make sure this no is pressure. Funny. Yes, okay. There's one time playing D and D. I was like, my D nine rolled an eleven, and they're like, what? <laughs> oh, it was one of our no. priceless moments of they're like, okay, roll again. <laughs> All right, you ready? I'm Roll. ready. It's ten. Ten. Ah. Uh. I'm so angry. Is it Hunter <laughs> Hunter? No, it's Attack on Titan season one. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> oh, how appropriate! Great typing. Oh. Uh, <laughs> you froze and went in slow motion, but that's okay. Hold on. Pausing. Alright, we're back. Okay. Okay. Internet sorry. glitch out. But it's Attack we're on back. Titan season one! I'm excited. And I'm annoyed. But <laughs> the cool thing about Attack on Titan is that it does have very specific arcs. Um, so the way I broke this down is it's 25 episodes. There are five arcs, so it's going to be five episodes of our podcast. So the first ones we're going to watch is only four episodes. We're going to watch episode one to you in 2,000 years, the fall of, how the heck do you say that word? Wherever they live, that's what it is. And it's part one. So what episodes are we watching? One through one? Uh, and then episode, one through four. Oh, one four. through okay. four. Yeah. So that's the first arc within the series. Uh, oh. The next episode after that is 5 through 13, though. So, like, it's it's split in a weird way, but I think watching it by arc is going to be a lot better than watching it in even split-up parts. Yeah, I agree. So that's what we're going to do. So also, I just Guys, we're watching Attack on Titan. After a it's really everywhere. dramatic anime <laughs> with a lot of gore, we went straight into another dramatic Going into a worse one. I mean, like, I'll never forget watching the first episode of Attack on Titan, and, I mean, this is great for me, because, look, I've seen more of Attack on Titan than you have, and I've read all of the manga, like, so this is a weird you swapped have. places, like, none of the other shows would have had that, but this, well, My Hero, we would have been the same. That's true! But this is the first, well, or, or only Slayer. show. Oh, yeah, or My Hero, or Demon, Demon Slayer, I'm ahead of you, My I Hero were the same, but Attack on Titan and Demon Slayer are the only ones that I... My hero, I might be... Well, we're the same in... Bit yeah, we're the same on watching amount. Yeah. <laughs> we're the same on watching yes. and reading amount, but I, you've definitely got years <laughs> on me for my hero. Although I am repping my boy. My boy. 
So, oh, 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 my, oh, oh you my are. Yeah. I'm, I'm super not excited to watch this, guys. <laughs> I, I like Attack on Titan. Don't get me wrong. Lawrence uh, would have got me to watch. I'm just this. gonna be the biggest hater, and you're all gonna be so mad. No, Will got you to watch this. I did not tell you to watch Attack on Titan. Y'all decided to do this on your own. I Let said Demon Slayer, and then all of you were like, nah, I'm gonna I watch watched, Attack on I Titan I watched instead. Demon Slayer, and then I read it all in a day and was like, this is an I amazing, know, and I'm proud of show. you. <laughs> what a great manga. Well, unfortunately, because Attack on Titan has uh, many seasons, Bridget doesn't get to replace it. It gets replaced by season two. Man, so that's I had one. On the list I had one place. for there, but what if what if the next one? You'll have to save it. Two. You'll have to save it for next time. Uh, I'll be so mad. <laughs> I will be so mad. Uh, it's okay. I, I mean, what are the odds? Well, one, everybody, one out of twenty. Oh, <laughs> uh. well, well, everybody. Thank you for watching Full Metal brotherhood with us it's been really fun i really I'm love that super this excited is to watch Attack the on exact Titan you. opposite vibes of the first time <laughs> we chose the show we completely flipped oh uh, uh, no we love you and we love anime and i'm hyped <laughs> so come join us for episodes one through four of Attack on Titan, where Lauren will be so grumpy. Okay. Bye! Bridget's dancing. Bye! Bye.